Hey, the ho knows. Let's talk gooseberries. I love gooseberries. Ribes family, R-I-B-E-S. Really a great shrub, easy to grow, often found native in many areas. One major issue, though, it can actually be illegal to grow in certain parts of the U.S. And why is that? Well, it serves as an alternate host for a pathogen that can decimate white pine plantings. And so in an area where it's either financially a big crop, the white pine, or it's a large part of an ecosystem, you do want to protect that and really keep away anything that's going to cause some issues or decline or death in white pine trees. Okay, that being said, um, gooseberries are really quite an easy plant to grow. So check out to make sure they're not illegal. But then once you do and you find that you can grow them, take a look at what's available to you. There are many of the new cultivars that were developed to be less susceptible to the pathogen and so therefore will not serve or don't readily serve as an alternate host for the issue that can take white pines out. So keep that in mind when you're looking. If you've checked all of the boxes and you're good to go on planting um, gooseberries, they're easy. They're a joy. They grow in almost any soil. They can tolerate some shade. Uh, They do their best fruiting and in mainly full sun and with a bit of shade, really afternoon shade, they do they do just fine. Even early morning shade, they'll do just fine. The wild ones typically are going to be a dark purple, slightly to black color. There are many different, different and wonderful gooseberries out there, and they don't require cooking to eat. Uh, so the tannins are just fine in there. There's there's no cooking necessary to mute their effects on the human system. But the flavor may stop you from eating them without cooking. And the reason being that depending on which one you have, whether it's whether it falls into the camp of culinary or dessert gooseberry, the Dessert gooseberry will actually have higher sugar content in the fruit and therefore make it a little bit more palatable to eat raw or, you know, uncooked or however however you want to phrase that. The culinary are mainly used for cooking, whether that be pies or jellies, which I mean, they're phenomenal for both of those things. And they will have a bit of a lower sugar content. Now, in either one of those camps, you can find different colors of gooseberries. So yellows, reds, purples, purple to almost black, some greenish with a, you know, an overtone of yellow. And they're just so super easy to grow. It's a shrub. Um, again, some of the breeding has, has gotten rid of the unpleasantness of many of the wild gooseberries which are the thorns and you're still going to have some thorns but they may not be as deadly as some of the wild gooseberry thorns are and if you're just a little bit careful in working around them they don't present a tremendous issue to taking care of and harvesting from gooseberry shrubs so what do you have to do in order to increase your um your production. Well, they are self-fruitful, meaning that you really only need one. You don't need anything for cross-pollination. But anytime you've got more than one, you do get a little bit better pollination. It's just that it does happen. Uh, It does happen off of one plant. But, you know, 
what's wrong with planting a whole bunch? You may end up with some absolutely phenomenal crosses all on your own. But look for exactly what you want out of that berry when it's being harvested. Do you want to make jams? Do you want to eat them fresh? And that will give you a camp to kind of go and choose from. And then ease of finding the plants. Now, they have gotten a bit popular in the last couple of years, so you may want to put your order in early, late fall, early winter to make sure that you get a decent plant. And, you know, loosen the soil, get that bare root or baby or potted shrub into the ground at an appropriate time and that may be fall if you can find them just allow enough time for those roots to take hold so that they can overwinter adequately or you will lose them for the heaving that may happen during a freeze thaw and if you're putting them in in the spring just make sure that you watch the temperature that the roots are happy at you don't want to get them in the ground too early but the growers will be able to direct you in that completely and totally once you get them in the ground and get them going you give them a few years to really start to develop and then you want to increase the airflow in the sunlight and the reason you're doing that is to really improve the flavor and the size of the fruit by limiting the amount of veg vegetative growth that are on the shrubs you're going to increase the amount of nutrients and moisture that are getting to the fruit themselves and that's that's really what you're looking for is to increase that fruit so you're going to look at opening up and taking out any dead disease dying branches and just kind of work your way through the next few years um, so years like three or four to three four years beyond that and really get a good structure going on the plant and that's really about it they're ready when they reach their optimal color if you're looking for fruit to make jam or to make something that's going to gel sometimes slightly under perfectly ripe is a good time to pick them they do have small seeds on the inside very edible nothing you're going to break a tooth on so very good what i do remove is the little the little bit of of stem on the bottom and the top just to make it a little bit more palatable quite honestly when i've missed them and they've gone into jam you cannot tell the difference but they don't keep tremendously long like a lot of a lot of fresh fruit so if you're not going to use them right away then make sure you get them into the freezer and you can do that do it very easily by washing uh, you know rinsing them off in cool water making sure you get all the bugs and the leaves and things like that off of them and then dry them well put them out on a nice cloth and let them dry air dry and then put them onto baking sheets and put them into the freezer so that they dry individually then you can just roll them into a freezer bag and away you go and then you are all set for whatever it is you may want to make with those fabulous gooseberries very easy to grow a lovely thing to do enjoy <music>